Hey everyone, it's your girl Crystal. Hey everybody, it's Tanisha. And welcome back to another episode of She Laughs. Uh, it has been a couple of weeks since the last time we spoke to you. We missed you. I missed you. Yeah. That really? Part. No energy. <laughs> no energy on tonight. Tonight's special and she has no energy. I need her to gather herself. I know, yes. <laughs> so um, tonight is going to be a very... Um, very dear to both of our hearts uh, night and I'm not going to talk about the topic in fir- first what I want to do is have T introduce our special guest yes we have our very first guest Yay! and it is <laughs> <laughs> um, she is extremely excited to be talking with us today about our topic Um, She is the first lady of our church, which is Living Beyond International Ministries. We ain't no punks. No. (laughs) She says it all the time. That that we are not. Saved, but not soft. Hey! Hey. (laughs) (laughs) She is our first lady again. We will reintroduce her as first lady Elitria Andrews. (laughs) Hello out there. How are you all doing? I'm very excited. Yeah. <laughs> no, but no, I am very grateful and thankful that my my daughters, my 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 sweetie pies are invited me tonight to um be a part of this. Um so proud of them. Aww. I'm so proud of them. I just love them. Oh, tear, tear. <laughs> Uh, and if they haven't told you anything about our ministry, they will tell you all the time that I am not, not, am I right? Yes. Not yes. your, um, what you would think of as a first lady. Um, I consider all of the women first ladies. We all represent uh, kingdom. And so that means we are all first. I just happen to be the mother of the church, the spiritual mother of the church and um, they call me Lady EJ, you know, Lady E, um, and that's just who I am. I'm um, just excited to be here. Yay. Yes, we yes. are excited to have you tonight. Very, very excited. So the topic for today is tithes or tithing. Mm. Um, <clears throat> we brought this topic up, or I thought of the topic because I know that you, um, First Lady, have um, personal testimonies about it. Um, So I thought it would be interesting for our audience to hear that. And then um, tithing in itself is a touchy subject for most people. Um, The reason why being um, mainly they always give the whole aspect of the church just wants my money. Mm. Um, That's usually what you hear. So I definitely wanted to get, um, I don't want to say a professional aspect, but it would make you a professional since you are a tither and you have testimonial um, things to say about always tithing. Um, So I wanted to give that aspect because myself, I am a tither, but I struggle. I don't do it all the time like I should. Um, My desire and my prayer all the time is God make me a tither. But I don't do it as often as I know that I should, especially when it gets down to the nitty gritty of 
I really don't have money to go around. <laughs> so do I tithe? Do I not tithe? Do I hold on to this money so that I have gas, food, etc.? Um, so I definitely wanted to get your take and perspective on that. Crystal, did you have anything? Not right now. No. <laughs> I'm going to add some stuff later because I'm actually doing some research over here. Um, just because there was a particular verse that I know I um, kind of hit me over the head a couple of weeks ago. So I will get to that later. But first, I'm going to let Lady E um, explain um, or give her viewpoint. And I'm in the same boat as Tanisha. I am not a tither. Um, not all the time. There's moments that I have tithing, tithing and in, in the same way like her, finances will get strapped and it's like, I need every penny. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I give what I'm able to give. And I also, I guess have the mindset because I remember looking at my grandmother as a little girl mm -hmm. and she would always set aside $20 mm -hmm. and it was like, that was her. I didn't really see it. I kind of equated tied to it's the $20 in the bucket each, uh, yeah. each Sunday. Yeah. And yeah. then on church anniversary or pastor's anniversary, then she would set aside a hundred. Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's kind of what I saw growing up is the $20 I done paid my due diligence. That'll get me. That'll get me by. Yes, I get you saying. <laughs> and then the hundred dollars. Right, and I I came from that missionary Baptist background too. Um, grandmother dear, as I, we all called her fondly, she always gave twenty, um, ten most of the time. But when she gave that twenty, she was feeling good. And, um, of course, when you had Women's Day, you put that $100 in there and all of that. But so that was my um, first understanding. And then also we would hear that God knows your heart and he knows that you love him. And, um, you know, he's going to still bless you. Um, what we were talking about yesterday and to go into that, we all know um, God's grace is sufficient. So, yes, he, he blesses us. We know that grace is unmerited favor. And he's going to still bless us. He gives us mercy after mercy after mercy after mercy. Can I get an amen? Amen. amen. So, um, however, um, when you tithe, and I didn't learn tithing until this century. Um, I was not a tither. Um, I would go to church and I thought as long, you know, I always tell them that I wouldn't get saved for real until 2005. I, I didn't get saved for real. I got baptized young and all of that, but I was never taught. Um, and we can all attest to now, since we're learning about kingdom, it's a whole different mindset. This has always been in the Bible. It just was never brought um, to the forefront. And um, when I started truly learning about kingdom, um, I can't find it right now. I'm going to look for it. But um, I always heard, you know, like if you give, that's your sacrifice and you're doing the best that you can. But we all know there's a scripture that says that obedience is better than sacrifice. Amen. And when you're obedient and God gives you a charge, and that's with anything um, in our everyday lives, if we're truly um, developing that relationship with God, he is going to give us things that he may not truly 
you know, give you the, this is step A, step B, step C, step D. He may say, this is step A, go to step P. I need you to come all the way back to E, then go to Z, and then do AI, you know. I mean, I mean, that's what he does, you know. But we all know if he is telling us this and to be obedient, we need to follow those instructions. And as a tithe, um, we can even go back to Genesis when you're looking at Cain and Abel. Um, when they first gave, um, you know, Cain gave whatever. He gave kind of the leftovers of the harvest. Um Abel, on the other hand, was giving his first everything. Um, just just like when we're getting up in the morning, we should give God. He should be first on our mind. He should be the first thing that we're thinking about. Every morning when I get up, I'm on my knees. I'm struggling out of bed because I'm hurting a little bit. But I'm on my knees and I'm praying because I'm giving him my first few minutes of waking up. Because I'm very grateful and thankful. And that is pretty much the premise um, you can see it with Abraham. Um, when Abraham um, went to the king, when that's when he lied and said Sarah was his sister, mm-hmm. he actually gave a blessing up, up front to the king. Um, in so many instances, you see uh, not only Old Testament, and everybody's like, well, we're of the New Testament covenant. That is true. We are of the New Testament covenant. We are of the covenant of Christ. However, there are still applicable laws that um, have basically transferred and is still applicable um, even in the New Testament, New Testament covenant. I, I, I'm glad you brought up the New and Old Testament because um, I was going to ask you that. I know most people use that as an argument to say, Tithes is not mentioned in the New Testament. It's only mentioned in the Old Testament. So, therefore, why should I still do it if I'm covered under the New Testament? Well, there's actually some scriptures about tithing in the New Testament. There are. Yes, it is. If you go to Luke 18, verses 9 through 4, um, he also talks about, Jesus is talking, he said he also told this parable to some who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and treated others with contempt. Two men went up into the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee standing by himself prayed thus, God, I thank you that I am not like other men, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week, give tithes of all that I get. But the tax collector, standing far off, would not even lift up his eyes to heaven, but beat his breast, stating, God be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to the house justified rather than the other, for everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, but the one who humbles himself will be exalted. So it's basically talking about the tax collector. He was talking about sinners um, and people who think that they're righteous, their own self-righteousness. But he was telling that because at that time, tithing was still a part of, of the tradition. Mm-hmm. We were talking about yesterday about tradition and rituals and things like that. Um, but in every instance, if you think about it, there has also been a, uh, a tithe or an offering before as a blessing 
you know, before anything ever happened. Remember even in Acts when um, the disciples were, people were being saved and people were coming into Christianity and they were saying, give all, you know, give all. That was their tithe. Mm-hmm. And, of course, I think it was Safira and I can't think of the, uh, see, I'm a first lady and I can't think of all the names in there too. So I'm just like to let y'all know that. I'm just being real. Don't let don't let folks fool you. Don't let folks fool you. you Got to go back to the scriptures and read because I just don't like. I mean, I'm paraphrasing, but um, they don't know everything either. So, uh, but in this particular, that's when um, they were struck dead because yes, because they didn't give um, all that they should have given. given. Right. Yes. And um, so that that is an instance also in the Book of Acts, and that's after Jesus ascended to heaven. Mm-hmm. So. That's another reason. So you go ahead, because I, I like this. <laughs> yes. So this is one. I finally found the scripture I was uh, going to bring up. And this is something that I finally got complete um, and finally got closure about what to do. Um, and so, Lord, I'm not even going to say that word because I've done jumbled it all up. But I just got closure with, and it was, I used to be one of those people that didn't understand why people were taking money to preachers or just handing them money or sowing a seed. For me, I I used to feel conflicted about that. One, because I didn't see it in the churches that I grew up in. And then two, when I did see it, say me and my grandmother or somebody, we would visit a church, I was like, well, don't he have a salary? Why are they giving her, him more money? More money, yeah. Um, and then, not even from my family, but just in in society's viewpoints, in friendships, just in passing conversations, people would say, well, <clears throat> I don't feel like I'm, I should take the pastor all my money. The pastor got more money than the rest of his congregation and things like that. And I would be conflicted mm-hmm. um, until recently. So, for y'all that are out there that have those conflictions within yourself as to why should they be living off of the church or anything like that, it's in the book. First mm-hmm. Corinthians, to be exact. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, um, recently I was studying my word and I was reading all of First Corinthians. And what I came across, <clears throat> it said, 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 13. Do you not know that they which minister about holy things live off the things of the temple, and they which wait at the altar are partakers with the altar? Even so hath the Lord ordained that they which preach the gospel should live off the gospel. Mm-hmm. When I read that, everything became clear, mm-hmm. and I had no more hiccups about that about tithe about offerings because you know there's a tithe there's an offering and then there was always building funds and all of these yeah, other funds yeah. and I was like and and I definitely want to touch on that and that is because that is a tradition in a ritual mm-hmm. gotcha. because if you tithe if every as we we don't call ourselves members we call ourselves citizens of the kingdom and citizens of living beyond because we have rights, we have privileges. Yes. Um, and one thing about that, 
you shouldn't have a building fund or you shouldn't have a fish fry. And I'm nothing knocking against that because I know my where I came from, that's what we did. We raised money that way for our building fund. But if every person that is attending that ministry tithes their 10% and, or more, or more or, and give their offering, then there's no need to have a building fund. Correct. There's no need to have a building fund. Also, if you think about it, the church is an establishment for the sick. When I say the sick, I'm talking about people who are sinners, people who are hurting, people who have been through things. The church is supposed to be able to provide that open door policy where you don't have to get, quote unquote, assistance from anybody else. You should be able to come to your local church and be able to receive certain things if, you know, if you're in need or anything like that. But how can you do it if it's not funded? Yes. So, you know, the tithe is supposed to be there just for the, for the, for the community, for the people. And I, and I know that so many, um, and I used to be the same way. Uh, I would see certain pastors and their lifestyle, and I'm like, oh, oh okay. That's what they're doing. But it doesn't matter what they're doing. It's what we're doing and from the heart. Because what's going to happen is that they have to go in front of God. They have to be judged accordingly. Because if they have not done what they're supposed to do, but their citizens or their members are doing what they're supposed to do for the kingdom of God, they're still going to be blessed. Yes. They're still going to be blessed. And it's not about... Um, what they are doing and if you feel that way then you need to get up out of there mm-hmm. because the one thing about it is you want you want truth you want honesty you want integrity and that's what we learn about kingdom yes, yes. that's what we learn about the kingdom culture yes that's what we know about it yes. so you you have to really you know look at where you're going I mean they can have a good hoop and a holler but are they really educating and edifying you and equipping you with the true word of God very good, very good. I'll, I'll definitely um, attest to being unsure about that. And I grew up, I'm a Kojic kid. That's what we did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you you always gave a honorarium to whatever visiting pastor came. Um, and then the seed offerings. I, I grew up seeing that, and I still didn't understand it. I grew up in a church where mm-hmm. we're poor. But you and your family dress real nice. Mm-hmm. So, and I still didn't understand it until um, really getting um, by myself with God and our relationship growing and me being in my mm-hmm. word that I realized, oh, okay, that's what we were supposed to be doing. But it's not my job to consider or even think about someone else perverting it. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't have to be worried about that. Right. I I have no control over that. Because at the end of the day, the person that is perverting it, and even as we see it in society and outside of the church, at one day they're gonna get it's gonna get caught. You know, they're gonna get caught, and mm-hmm. they're gonna get caught up, and everything is gonna come out. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you can't base it off of that. That's why you truly have to not go to the hype church where they got all the praise team, you know, they jamming and they got the light effects and everything. And that's all well and good. Cause you know, Hey, I, I, I like that. I like to see the lights and everything yeah. else. I mean, I mean, I get hyped. I get my praise on. They'll tell you, I get my praise on, but it's not about that. 
Yes. It's about, you know, equipping that, and that that's so big with me, educating and equipping, and and being you know um, effective mm-hmm. in what we do, um, letting the light of God shine within with you know shine out of us that you don't see us, you just see the light of God and. And but our personalities are a part of it and just just teaching and everything. And so um, I I mean, I can attest and I've told them that and they know my story. I'm actually a two time cancer survivor. And I know that it's because it is because I was obedient, not sacrificing, because there have been times I have looked at my bank account and I am not joking. I've opened that checkbook when I was uh, single and even as married, being married right now, and I'm like, whew, okay. But that's the very first check I write. Mm -hmm. The very first check I write. The very first check I write. And it's like, I have no problem. But I know because of my seed and me tithing, and even giving an offering or tithing more than what my 10% is or even giving an offering, there have been so many open doors. It's not necessarily financial coming back, but I know that my life has been blessed. It could have saved me from an accident. There are so many different things when you're obedient. God is going to make sure that you have the mercy. He's going to give you the grace. He is going to definitely protect you against anything. So nothing that comes against you or you feel comes against you, it's not going to prosper. It truly is not going to prosper. But I know as a cancer uh, thriver, that's what I call myself because I'm a thriver. I'm a thriver. Um, <laughs> y'all like that, don't y'all? I, I do. I do. Y'all can take it. Y'all can take it. It's cool. It's all right. It's all right. I can, I'll can. let y'all have that one right there. But all right. <laughs> But, you know, because of me being obedient, God opened that door for the right physician, the right oncologist, the right type of meds. You know, he um, blessed me that when I was first diagnosed, um, and just to let you all know, I am a divorcee. I'm married now, remarried. Yeah, you can be still a first lady and still a woman of God even if you got divorced, because you know folks be tripping like that, but I just wanted to say that. But uh, I know your your that people. Is, that is so very true. That is so very true because people they look do. at you like you're crazy. Like you can't mess up once. You can't mess up once. But um, but when I was married before, I actually um, we had just moved to Tennessee. We had not been there four months. Just built a house. Just built. A house just built a brand new house okay I had to stop working because I had to have chemo I, I wasn't able to work and everything else but because of my obedience and tithing and 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 my relationship with God just so happened that my former husband had taken out a cancer policy a year before we didn't know we had cancer in the family. He just did it and added me on there. Mm-hmm. Immediately, they paid us out $8,000 wow. because of the first diagnosis. Mm. That Every time I went to the doctor's office, yep. they were able to pay me. And they sent me, ca- they sent me checks. 
So a brand new house, moving into a new state, new all of this is new, and your wife is not going to be able to work anymore because, you know, it was dependent upon my income. Yes. Two, two, income two incomes. Two mm-hmm. incomes. And that didn't happen. So by me being obedient and doing what I learned to do, and I didn't have a problem with it, and I still tithe on what I was given, mm-hmm. what God blessed us with. And he still, I mean, to this day, you know, and I thank God for that. And even seven years later, I was not supposed to be, I wasn't supposed to be there then, and I definitely wasn't supposed to be here the second time because if I, I was not scheduled to go back to the oncologist. When I walked in the door, they were like, what are you doing here? I said, I'm here for my oncology appointment. And that whole day I, before I got there, I just felt something's not right. Same thing I said the first time, something's not right. They were like, Aledria, you should not be here. You passed everything. I said, but you gave me this card, and I still have this card. And I said, you told me to come back a year later. But they didn't have me on the schedule. They didn't have me on the schedule. So they said, well, we'll go ahead. Have you had your annual? I said, no, I haven't had my annual. So they went in, and my doctor stopped. She was like, I need you to relax your stomach. I said, it is relaxed. And they looked at me. Within a week, I had an appointment. I had a surgery appointment, surgery appointment. Because it had, it was about to burst within my ovary and spread throughout my body, like I was talking about yesterday. Mm-hmm. So I know you said, what, Lady E, what, what that got to do with anything? But because of me being obedient, God just, you just don't know that, that inkling, you need to go ahead and go back to the doctor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A year, remember, I had a card that they didn't even have me. Scheduled. Yeah. So God already knew, but because of what was coming, but because of my obedience, and the same thing happened. I didn't skip a beat. They gave me, you know, I was able to be blessed, Mm -hmm. and I didn't have to worry about working because of my obedience and tithing. Like I said, it's been some days, and I said, when you can, I I told, I shared with them yesterday, there have been times where. Uh, Apostle and I, and that, that's my husband, um, you know, we look at everything and we're like, okay, okay. The house that we're in, we, how many people can say they built, got another house built from the ground up? This was my second house this built. This is your second house, house built from built the ground from up. The ground up for you. I just thought about that. Let me just sit back on that. Let me just ponder on that. With the first one, I had a brand new house built from the ground up, but it, but it, they had already started. But from this one, we were able to pick out everything we wanted. Second house. Hmm. And we only paid $500 down on a brand new house. Wow. Let's think about that. That, that, that That's nothing but the favor of God. Yeah. And I truly attest that to be because of my obedience and my husband's obedience and and he and and I would love for you all to have him one day because he can tell you a test of his story. Oh, that uh, I, I believe <laughs> that, that he actually was homeless for a while. Mm-hmm. He was homeless for a while, and um, but whatever he had, he would even go. He would tell you he would even go to get his blood drawn to get some extra money, but he would tithe off of that money. Wow. 
so it's a principle and you know and as we always say it's a heart thing you know we don't try to force anybody to do what we do but study the scriptures for yourself and learn and see okay this is applicable okay I see this okay and then it will gradually It'll start coming. coming to you. It'll start coming to you. And you'll feel comfortable that it's not even second. It's not second nature. It's just not even second nature. It's just like taking a breath. And I like the mentality um, of knowing it to be done out of obedience mm-hmm. instead of sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Uh, because a lot of the times people go to the woman who gave her last. And they're like, see, this needs to be a sacrifice. It needs to be a sacrifice. But when I think about obedience and the things God has asked me to do, and I obeyed even when I didn't like it, mm-hmm. that, that's the kicker. Because a lot of times we think, okay, if I'm being obedient, that I'm going to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. No. And no. I've been waiting for the enjoyment. <laughs> no. And I'll do it when I'm enjoying no. it. No, 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 no. And no, he just asked for you to be obedient. That means you don't have to like it. You ain't got to agree with it. But you do got to do it. Well, you know, we can attest to that. God goes back to Genesis, which is our apostles' favorite chapter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but if you think about it, what did he tell Adam and Eve? Do not eat from that tree. Mm-hmm. Just everything else is yours. But do not eat from that tree. That was obedience. That was for them to be obedience. But look what happened. Yes. yes. And they had to toil, you know. She the reason why we got to go through what we go through as women. Girl, <laughs> I tell you the truth, Eve, little chick. I tell you that chick right there, that chick right there. I need to just see her. Take her by her neck. Do you know what you done did? Look at all this foolishness. Yeah. Yeah. No, right. but a, but actually, you know what? We always blame Eve, but it ain't Eve's fault. It's not. It's, it's not. It's, it was not Eve's fault because guess what? God gave the commandment to the man, and he was supposed to make sure that she was in the midst. Of, see, they always try to put it on Eve, people, but but it wasn't Eve's fault. The man was supposed to do what he was supposed to do. What he was supposed to do, what he was supposed to do. He was supposed to be the head. All right, all right. My men, folks, don't y'all get mad. Read the Bible. Just read it. I ain't got no reason to lie. <laughs> I ain't got no reason to lie. Read it is there. Oh, and the best oh translation gosh. to read it is the e- easy to read version. Hey, amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> it tells you the truth. Man, you done messed up. No, I'm, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. But hey, I'm just telling the truth. If he was in position where he was supposed to be, that serpent wouldn't have came to him. Mm-hmm. I, am I right? You, you, you hey. right. Hey, hey. To protect. Yep. Cover what you were supposed to cover. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's all the questions I had. I think I did have one more question. When it comes to tithing, I've heard people um, not really argue, but have different opinions about whether it's supposed to be a tenth or more. Mm-hmm. Does it make a difference? Well, the obedient part is the tenth. It is supposed to be the tenth. But you can give more. When you give more, that's giving the offering. That's giving over and beyond. Um, 
I've, I, well, I, I do. I, I, I give, give over. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, that was, that's over years, you know, and that's one thing I can't, cannot get on that subject. We have, and I'm talking about clergy leaders, mm-hmm. try to browbeat individuals, their members, if they're not doing what they're supposed to do, supposedly. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. And that's not right. It is truly, once you develop and truly, like you said, I'm getting closer in my word. I am having a relationship with God. And he's starting to reveal. And he revealed that scripture to you. Then you don't have any question anymore. But instead, we want to, and not me, nor my spouse, but we tend to have that you got to do, you got to do, you got to do. And, and, and that's why there are so many options that people don't even want to go to church anymore. That's why so many options that people are like, well, why, why do I want to be beaten down when I can do this over here? And I'm still liked. Yes. You know, um, I remember Joel Osteen talking about, um, a person that had been beaten down by religion and tradition in her church. And she was like, you know, I was, you know, I was heavy. You know, it was, uh, they always say he teaches Christian light. And she's like, I would take Christian light anyway instead of Christian heavy because you're being beaten down. Yes. All the only thing we have to do is give you the information. Um, let, you know, we, we go to it, you research it. And you ask God to, you know, touch you in that area. Mm-hmm. And when he does, or if he does, you may you may not want to still say, I, Lady E, I still don't feel that. But that's that's okay. One day, you know, where whenever it may be, you know, when you finally get to that point, because I just want everything that God has for me at the end of the day. And I know I must be obedient. Mm-hmm. Even when I don't want. Yes. <laughs> I will say the thing about being in your word daily, he if you really are in your word daily, even if it's only 10 15 minutes, he does reveal things to you because mm-hmm. when he revealed that to me, it was an instant shift in my mindset. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, wow. All these years I have questioned that. All these years I have been terrified of that. All these years, I have looked at people as you might be a charlatan trying to get over on me because of what I saw and things that I heard. And then the moment he revealed that to me, immediately one of the things that I started praying is, Lord, once you start providing the income again, I am about to run to go and bless the people that are consistently and constantly sowing pouring and blessing my life mm-hmm. and speaking into me because I know these are your leaders and the people that you have brought into my life mm-hmm. to minister to me. Um, and it kind of, for me now, my mindset is if I am constantly taking from you, from Apostle, um, even from, you know, prophetic service at New, Christ- um, New Creation, why wouldn't I want to sow back in? Yes. You know, why wouldn't I want to put back 
into the place that has literally given me more than I could ever imagine. Mm -hmm. And I don't think enough of us think that way. And like I said, I'm not here to judge anyone because it wasn't until recently. And mm -hmm. when I say recent, three weeks tops. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. right. So, so when, when he, he opens, opens it up, he, he, he makes, makes it plain. He, he does. does. He does. And, and, and you can understand it. It's just like, you know, as my old pastor would say, it's just like getting cookies off the cookie jar, out the cookie jar. It's just that simple. He reveals those things to you. And it's a daily thing. It's a renewing of the mind. It's the renewing of what we see. Because really we, what we see, our, our true eyes, you know, um, our natural eyes, sometimes they can be very deceiving. Yes. Um, but when you go into it, with like how you did um just asking god to reveal it to you and you went right there he opened that natural eye kind of just went away and your spiritual eyes came up so yeah it is it, it's a wonderful thing um you know like with our ministry and our, our apostle will tell you um he will not take a salary he, he said even as as large as we get he will not take a salary and you know I come from, you know, we bless, you know, the man of God, the prophet of God. Yes. Um, I, I come from that, you know, and I've come from churches where they have salaries. Mm -hmm. But he has actually said that he does not want a salary because God is going to take care of him in the right way. Amen. 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 All righty then. Um, I don't have any more questions. Crystal, you got any? I do not. No thoughts, concerns? Nope. Comments? Nope. I think this was productive i and it was definitely spirit led i'm so grateful lady e for you being here um to we will have questions. you again yes absolutely thank you she coming absolutely. back y'all she, she our first lady just understand when you come to visit us at 6598 <laughs> <Boulevard>, <laughs> Sweet jonesboro georgia's okay yes yes 10 yes. o'clock Every Sunday. Yes, yeah, Sunday. Every Sunday. <laughs> Sunday. Okay. Um, just know that she was our first lady first. <laughs> I love everybody. She do. I just love. understand. <laughs> <laughs> they they don't play either. Oh, and I don't play by my, I don't play by my folks either. <laughs> no, but come visit us. Um, and just just be prepared to learn because that's one of the things mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. I love about mm -hmm. our church yep. is that our apostle is so relatable. Yes. He is so willing to teach, um, not preach, mm -hmm. but teach. Yes, because he wants you to know it and understand yes. it for mm -hmm. yourself you know, to really get and it. Not be there to get the amens or the, no, he, he really wants you to pull out of him everything. Mm -hmm. And sometimes he's like, I'm still leaving y'all and I'm here full. Like, did y'all pull enough? And we like, we thought we was pulling. We <laughs> thought we was pulling. I promise you I'll pull some more. Uh, right. <laughs> right. Uh, and it's, it's not going to be your, your typical church service. Nope. Nope. No, not at all. <laughs> nope. Okay. And, and and when you do come and you do come during praise and worship, just you bet you all I got to say is you best be hype. That's all <laughs> I got to say is I will 
Right now, you know, because we are a small ministry, you know, we have a band through my phone, you know, through my MP3 player. And so we have our songs downloaded and everything, and we sing the illustrious and wonderful praise team of Living Beyond. But I will stop the music. (laughs) Because I am the type of person we need to be praising and honoring God because of all, all that he's done. All that he has done. And everything that he has promised that he is doing. Ha, yeah, yeah, yeah. You better preach. <laughs> that's coming. Yes. That yes. eyes have not seen and ears have not heard. Amen. So, um, and for living beyond, we already know. <laughs> we already there. Yes. So, uh, we invite you to come and join us. And you might want to hurry up and get in on this blessing. I'm just going to say that. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> yes. Give the address one more time, Crystal. All right. So the address is 6598 Terra Boulevard, Suite B. I'm sorry if I said Suite E earlier. It's Suite B, Jonesboro, Georgia, 30236. Mm-hmm. Services are every Sunday at 10 o'clock. All right. And if you come this Sunday, it is Family and Friends Sunday, May 27th. So you can dress down. It's Jeans Day. Uh, so just come prepared to be blessed. Come prepared, come, come prepared to worship. Come prepared to learn uh, and just have your souls filled. So. Amen. All right. So T- where can they find you, man? Yes. Where can they find you? Where can they find me? Yes. If the people want to get in contact. Oh! Yes. Well, if you have any questions, you can always email us at our website. Um, it's the Living Beyond website. Uh, I think it's um, email. You got you got it pulled up. She got to pull. Bring it up. Uh-oh. We gonna keep going. We gonna keep going. So you know. Um, also. There is, I do have a website. I do have a website. Yes, I do. It's <laughs> called standingovationsovariancancer.org. All right. Standingovationsovariancancer.org. Um, you can find me there. You can email me there, but also if you want to email me from the church, because I love to take prayer requests. What is it? What is it? What we got? What we got? got? livingbeyondim at gmail.com. That's it. Livingbeyondim yeah. at gmail.com. And you can just say, Lady E, what's up? And I'll answer back. I will answer. I ain't, I ain't one of them others like, oh, no, I can't do that. Oh, my gosh. No. When the time comes for her to be too busy, she'll have an assistant. Yes, I will. I will because I want to make sure that anybody who reaches out to me definitely yes. um, can come back. And like I said, you, you'll you come on come on out. Come on out. You'll see us and everything. And we're all family. Yes. And, um we're just excited. We're excited about what we're learning. Mm-hmm. Um, we've all collectively probably been in church about 60-something years, <laughs> 80 yes. years collectively. <laughs> yes. But um, on the real, um, what we're learning now is what we should have been learning a long time ago. And if we, if we would have had that, man. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but we're getting it when we need it. We're getting yeah. it when we need it. But yes, um, like I said, livingbeyondim at gmail.com or you can go to www.standingovationsovariancancer.org and you can reach out to me. There's an email button and you'll see my little old face. Hi. T, where can they find you? Of course, Facebook, Tanisha Williams. Um, you guys can always hit me on my business sites. Um, 
uh, Facebook it is Styles by Tanisha J. And on Instagram it is also Styles by Tanisha J. Y'all, y'all can't see Lady EJ and I, but we slaying because, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yes. I cute, <laughs> she cute, yes, we no, cute, we cute because uh, <laughs> T over here, has yes, 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 I'm their stylist, yes. <laughs> and as always, loves, you can find me on Facebook or Instagram at Charmaine Kears. Uh, you can also go to the blog. It is um, www.charmainesconfessions.com. Um, or you can hit us on Facebook on the um, She Laughs page. Send us your questions. We would love to hear from you. Um, if you want to hear from Lady E, you can also send us questions there. Mm-hmm. We'll be sure to get it to her. Um, and, yeah, we love you. And until next time, be blessed. We're praying for you. See you guys.